completely. Are you shocked at that? Yeah. I'm very shocked at that. Did you like it? I feel the electricity. That's how amazing this statement is coming from you. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was good. The beer I liked? I wasn't. It's not like the second coming of a a religious figure (laughs) as you're describing it to be. The beer gods gave me this beer. Apparently. Yeah. (laughs) Today. Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday at 7 a.m. And you can check out our bonus content on patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast. Get behind the scenes photos, videos, full score sheet of all of our episode locations, and much, much more. So again, you can check that out at patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast. Should be a link in the description as well. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And this week, we were at Long Island Farm Brewery. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. In Manorville, New York? Manorville, New York. Yeah. I always pride myself on thinking I'm really good at geography, but then when it comes up as to where we just were, the names just escape me for some reason. Yeah, I, I find the same thing happens to me, especially at the beginning of the episode, because we're gearing into talking about everything yeah. and you just want to get it right. So that's what happens to me. Yeah, I get in the mode of, oh, I got to make sure I say everything. And then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, wait, where were we again? Where did we go? <laughs> what are we reviewing? Where were we just? What is this podcast? <laughs> Anyways, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Uh, lots of returning listeners now. It's kind of cool to have regular people every episode share their feedback and that they do so yeah that's one of my favorite things is getting the messages on either instagram or facebook or any other platforms we've yeah, been getting you can some, email us yeah you can email probably us. figure that out what um, our email address is did a little update corner get lots of feedback about the fact that montauk from our last episode is called end of the world i don't and want to get into this we did continue a very <laughs> heated discussion so if you're interested in that discussion check out our last episode on hampton coffee company yeah and speaking of locations in the hamptons and long island where we live we have been doing some more localish episodes lately because we are going to philadelphia in uh, less than a couple of weeks i think next weekend right So we have a lot of Philadelphia episodes in the upcoming kind of queue that we will record once we're there, obviously. So we'll mix in some special episodes along the way. But yeah, we've kind of taken advantage of doing some more local places because Philly will be, uh, we'll probably have like eight, nine episodes from Philly. So lots to come with that. But anyways, this week, again, we were at Long Island Farm Brewery, if I'm saying that correctly again now, in Manorville, New York. And this was one that I don't know. I feel like I hadn't heard of really because there's a lot of new breweries in that area. And this was one where there's a couple of farmy, farmish type places. And so it kind of just in my head got melded together with some others. But yeah, we looked up pictures. They all looked really cool. And I don't want to talk too much about our first grading category just yet. But I don't know if you have any other preamble stuff to say about it before then. The only other thing that I'll say about it is that I did hear about this brewery from my sister who went there on her birthday and absolutely loved it. So I was excited because I'd like to think shout out to my sister, Cassandra, that she has very good taste and she thought we would love the brewery. Was she right? Well, I guess that leads us to (laughs) our first grading category. We have four grading rubric categories, uh, the first of which is atmosphere and ambiance, and we'll tally them up at the end and come up with an overall letter grade. So you want to start with atmosphere and ambiance? Take us through how we found the place, what we thought when we got there, all that fun stuff. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what we did, we did find this place as well through Google and a little bit of word of mouth. And what's very cool about this is it is called Long Island Farm Brewery. And when you pull up to Long Island Farm Brewery, you are pulling up to a farm. And I just looked on their website a little bit, and the brewery is actually in their old potato barn, and that's what it uh, used to be used as, okay. and they converted that space into a brewery. And they are also directly connected to and part of uh, what they call Drinkwater Farm, Family Farm. So you can tell when you pull up to the left, there are animals. I think we saw some sort of birds. I, I thought it was a turkey at first. No, I thought it was an ostrich at first. Me too. I think it was just a giant turkey. A very big turkey. It was so big that my uh, very stupid head thought that it was actually an ostrich. <laughs> clearly, because, we're not animal experts. Yeah, because clearly, who, <laughs> who doesn't keep ostriches on their farm uh, in New York? In, in New York, pending a snow squall. <laughs> yeah, in, in the middle of February. Obviously, you have ostriches <laughs> roaming around. But yeah, that, that sort of struck me as well. The very clear farm vibes, obviously, because it was on a farm. And it actually, you mentioned this when we were pulling up that it kind of reminded you. And immediately when you said it, I agreed of Tilted Barn vibes, which is in Exeter, Rhode Island. That was a brewery that we reviewed pretty early on in the podcast, I feel like. So yeah. if you go back and listen to that, you you kind of, I think, get a similar vibe. It's this farm-like area off of a highway, kind of in a rural-ish area. And yeah, definitely kind of similar feel along those lines, right? Yeah. When you pull up, you're actually going into a sort of gravel parking lot where my truck was kind of bouncing up and down and you get right into that country feel the minute you pull in. Mm -hmm. Even the road, you ha you're surrounded by farmlands and you pull up to the gravel driveway, you park. There is plenty of parking, which to me is a big perk. And then you go into this awesome, it's almost like a modern looking barn. It's a dark gray color. And you walk in and the first thing you notice is that it is big. It is open. Everything is in wood. It was actually striking to me when I first walked in because I thought the space was so beautiful. It had great little touches. The first thing I noticed is the bar is over to the left. And then on the right, there is plenty of seating, all different types of seating, big tables, two people tables, chairs with back support, chairs without back support. There's even a spot that you can sit over towards the back. That is a bar that overlooks the brewing equipment, which was awesome. There's plenty of bathroom space, which we'll get into later. There is lighting that came down from the ceilings that was just the perfect amount of lighting. And there was lighting underneath the bar, which I thought was great. As you can tell by my tone of voice and my enthusiasm, I loved the way this place looked. It was so beautiful, wow. so cozy. I just loved it. Um, but I, before I get into more specifics, I do want to hear your thoughts. Eh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was very If average. you think that, I will sit here and fight you this whole episode. Yeah, so I felt as if in terms of atmosphere and ambiance, I really felt comfortable there. We always come back to this idea of whether or not you feel comfortable at the brewery. And I definitely felt comfortable. I really liked the wood tones, like you said. I thought the seating, there was a lot packed in there. I mean, it was a pretty sizable area for, for seating. 
But even then, there's ways to not optimize large areas that we've seen where it kind of looks like, oh man, they've wasted a lot of floor space. They should probably maybe reorganize to get the most out of that. And yet you did have a lot of options. You had two seat tables, you had four seat tables, you had seats along the bar. So I really liked that there were a lot of kind of almost nooks and crannies for the fact that it wasn't a nook and cranny kind of style design, if that makes sense. And I thought they did a fantastic job with that overall. I mean, you know me, I'm kind of a sucker for more adornishments. I feel as if I would have liked maybe a little bit more, but I, I kind of at the same time appreciate the clean vibe of, of the wood and the metal beams up top. I thought overall it looked really cool, but I think what I'm trying to say is that inside there was nothing to me that sort of indicated or, or separated it from any other barn kind of brewery vibe. I, I, like, I don't know how, how to describe it. It's almost as if the branding wasn't quite clear to me other than that it like like it clearly came across to me that it was a farm brewery vibe but if we go back to tilted barn for example there was a lot about them and their hops there there was kind of descriptions personal, personal touches yeah like a little bit more personalized more information touch. yeah, yeah. Uh, again, that's not something good or bad. It's just something that kind of stood out to me that maybe would have been cool. Like, I have no idea when this brewery was founded, where they get their hops from, what their kind of company or, or brewing philosophy is. There were none of those touches, which again, is not necessary. That's kind of a personal subjective desire for me. But yeah, I kind of do like to get that. And you can sometimes get that when we get into the next category, the service category, talking to some of the people who work at these places. But sometimes it's just apparent by stuff that they have around as well. So I don't know. That might just be me, but I don't know what you think. I am glad you brought that up because normally that's actually a really big consideration for me. And I'm a sucker for those personal touches, the story behind the brewery, all those kinds of things. Today, it did not bother me. Because yeah. there was enough of little touches that I really enjoyed. Mm. Can I just go through a couple of those? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Number one, the tables had places for you to put your feet, which I don't what does that see mean? a lot. <laughs> so if you're sitting at very high tables and you're a short person like me, your feet sometimes dangle underneath the table and I don't have somewhere to put them and I find myself getting uncomfortable quickly. Mm. The tables here had bars along them right in the spot where you put your feet so that you automatically are sitting at a table where you feel comfortable. It's a really small touch that makes a big difference. I think when you have very high top tables, mm. small touch, there were little plants on all of the windowsills, which I really liked small touch. There were menus for the food truck scattered all around Small touch. I wrote down a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really went to town on these. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. There were games. Oh, yeah, there were games and, and, and different types of games. A great combination of games. They had Scrabble, they had big giant Connect Four boards, they had Jenga, they had all different types of games that you could play and bring to your table. Mm -hmm. They also had, in my opinion, the favorite music vibe that i've had since we've started rating and reviewing coffee shops and breweries they had country music playing that fit the theme and the volume of a farm brewery so perfectly and don't say that they should be playing a different type of music because you are at a <laughs> I, farm brewery i didn't say anything i'm just sitting here just because i'm making faces at you that nobody can see because we're on a podcast doesn't mean that i disagree with you what did you think of the music I thought it was actually pretty appropriate. And I'm not a country music guy in general, 
But yeah, I mean, you're at a farm brewery. The country music makes sense. I'm a folk music guy. I, I do like folk music. So whatever. That fitting into the vibe, I think, does make a lot of sense. So I think those are, are fair points. And yeah. there was live music setting up, which I think would have been cool as well. It seems yeah. like a spot that really lends itself to live music with the high ceilings, the yeah. big windows, the lots of open space. Yeah. I I really dug it. I really dug it. Fair enough. And that leads us to this week's version. I don't know. It, segment, rendition? Rendition segment? of Bathroom Corner. Yes, I'm so excited. So, oh boy, the bathrooms. Uh, what did you think of the bathrooms? Let's start with your view of the bathrooms. You're the expert. Oh, man. Okay. So here's what I thought of the bathrooms. <laughs> You're the bathroom expert. You are the guy. So I actually, I would say in terms of the places we've been to, these were probably some of the cleanest bathrooms. Yes, we've me been too. To. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I like that there was four of them. There were four. How many breweries have we been to where there's one single person bathroom? And we go usually when these places aren't too busy because we like to get a sense of when we can get attention and, and, and focus and really take our time with things. What is really going on at a brewery as opposed to when it's just packed and everybody's hammered and it's kind of the vibe might be all over the place. And of course, the bathroom is dirty. So my point being that if you go when they open and the bathroom's dirty, that's not a good sign, right? Versus if you go whenever else, and again, you can kind of compare and contrast to those other times. So yeah, I thought that the, the bathrooms were very clean and they had a nice sort of aesthetic to them in terms of, I think it was white painted wood, wood. walls, right? Really nice looking. Again, I would have liked a little bit more, maybe just pictures or something. Uh, Did like, you have plants in yours? I had Big so plants. That in was mine. that was the first time I went to the bathroom. I saw that plant, which kind of looked like I don't know. It, it was kind of maybe cousin to an aloe plant or something. Uh, no, not even close. What kind of plant was it? I know what they're called. I'm gonna look it up because it's a funny name. I, I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Well, here's here was my problem though with the bathrooms. <laughs> was the first time I went to the bathroom. I said, "Oh, that's a very nice plant in there." And whatever, it was clean. I, I really like that. The second time I said, well, let me check the other bathroom because I like to check multiple bathrooms if there are some to see, oh, maybe they, they have something else going on in here, such as pictures or whatever the case may be. So the second bathroom I went to, I said, oh, they have that same exact plant in the same exact place. And then the third time I went to the bathroom, I said, there's no way. Yes. Th yes way. There was the same plant again <laughs> in the same spot. And it started to freak me out, man. So I only use one bathroom. I should have used <laughs> different ones just to oh, see. You, so you weren't so aware, you aware were of this? in a bathroom Twilight Zone where I was. every bathroom was decorated the exact same way? It was Twilight Zone bathroom, yeah. Ooh. In a good way. It was a good Twilight Zone episode, like but that. it was still the Twilight Zone. The plant fit the theme of the brewery and the bathroom. I liked the plants in there. Yeah, they were they were nice. I will say that. I hope the, nobody gets drunk and pees on in the plant because oh they that, were right next to the toilet. That, that definitely happened. It was right next to the toilet. That 100% happens, <laughs> I guarantee you. But there are worse things you can do to the plant. So Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were flies, though, in one of the bathrooms. Oh, there were like like little gnats. Oh, yeah. But it was because of the plants. So probably I, I what, had what are you going to do? I did have that problem at my house when I tried to yeah. start an indoor vegetable garden. Yeah. I got completely swamped with fruit flies yeah. and i tried everything to get rid of them all of the things yeah. and what ended up happening is i had to move the plants outside right and immediately the fruit flies went away 
Right. They live in the soil of plants. So I will say very solid bathrooms. In terms of the bathroom grade, I would probably give these bathrooms maybe a B plus, A minus. I thought that they were really, really good bathrooms. Uh, Some of the better ones that we've seen in a long time. So shout out to their bathroom situations. Again, my expectations for bathrooms are so outrageous. So take that with a grain of salt. But anything above a C for a bathroom is really good for me for that reason. So very excellent job, Long Island Farm Brewery, with your bathrooms for those reasons. Yeah. And just a quick update from my Google search. I was correct in what they are called, which is a very funny thing. The nickname of these plants are called a mother-in-law's tongue. I don't know why they're called that, but I do remember this because I thought it was very funny and I couldn't figure out why it was called that. And they're also called a snake plant or a St. George's Snake plant. That's the, that's the one I've heard. They're, yeah, I believe require low water, low light. So they're a really good plant to have in a brewery because you don't have to go crazy with watering them. They don't need light to survive. So they're a good bathroom plant. Good right. job. When, when you're locked they in a bathroom. They know Long Island Brewery. Yeah. yeah. When you're locked in a bathroom, <laughs> that's the plant to go to. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So do you have any other thoughts for atmosphere and ambiance? I really dug it. I think I dug it a little bit more than you actually. Yeah. I don't know why though. Like I, it's not that I didn't dig it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was a really cool spot. It was a very unique spot and it was very well kind of vibed in all of these ways that you're saying. So do you have a letter grade or yeah, are, are you I set? Do. Okay. What, I do. what are you thinking? I know for sure my letter grade is a minus for atmosphere and ambiance. I loved it. Interesting. I thought it was so comfortable visually just beautiful the open windows the wood inside Mm. the lighting was great there was the big we didn't mention this but a big menu so that you can see the top list from wherever you were sitting in the place yeah that was nice that was a very nice touch. that was such a nice touch i loved all the different places to sit especially the bar that overlooked the tap the the brewing equipment Mm -hmm. I really liked it. In the summer, I could imagine walking around the farm. The only reason I'm going A- minus is because like you, I wish there was a little background of the brewery, maybe on the menus, maybe in the bathrooms, something like that. But I still think it deserves in the A range. I thought it was maybe one of my favorite atmosphere and ambiances since we've, since 2022 started. I loved it. Yeah, I think that sums up pretty much everything from my perspective too, because when I think about what I really want at a brewery, and especially in different times of the year, it's really hard to have an outstanding atmosphere and ambiance in the dead of winter. Basically, we're in the middle of February, right? And how many other places have we been to where you kind of look around and you think, oh my God, this place would must be amazing in the summer because there's all of this outdoor space not being utilized and that sort of thing. But they even had, I think, fire pits outside, which looked really cool. So I could see that place being hopping at night, like a really cool vibe with music and everything else. So I think it is important to speculate where when they do have these other elements that we're just not there at the right time, that they are there. Like we can appreciate the fact that, yeah, in the summer, this is probably equally a great vibe, if not more. Even in the winter, there's probably use of those fire pits outside. 
I also don't want to talk about it too much yet with food, the food category, but there was a food truck parked right outside. So it's not like you had to go out of your way to get food. It was very convenient, very clear. They had menus inside so that you could look at the menu and go order. Very convenient. They don't have to do that. I, I'm just mentioning it because I don't know what category that falls under, but it does add to the atmosphere and ambiance overall. So I'm going to go A- minus as well. Oh, good. Yeah. I actually thought you were going to go lower. I'm no. so happy. Good. No. Okay, no. good. I, I'm... I'm ridiculously nitpicky because we're on a podcast where we That's review what we places. Do. <laughs> but I, again, I, I think for all of the reasons that we've said, it's a really great atmosphere and ambiance. Maybe just a little bit more personalized touch, but with what they've done, I think they did an outstanding job. So it's not a penalization in, in any aspect. It's just, again, I think pointing out what really stands out to us. And there's a lot that stands out that's really, really good about this place. I mean, we sat and played Scrabble for maybe an hour. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was great. It was maybe the most fun I've had in a brewery since we started the podcast, just sitting, playing Scrabble. And we were not necessarily in a position to sit and stay for a while because there was forecast of potential snow. There Mm. was, we had come straight from the gym, so we were kind of smelly and ready to go home and shower. Well, I figured we were going to the farm we, brewery anyways. Let's just, like, let's just go sorry, straight from the gym. Long Island Farm Brewery. <laughs> we came in a little smelly. We did a little spritz in the, before we went in. So, but we still stayed for a while and I think we would have stayed even longer. I can't wait to bring different groups of people back. I could see older people yeah, enjoying it. You know, I don't want to get too much into the end, but I can't wait to go back. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And I, I think you're right that it is something as well that, we could have stayed quite long. We, we would have been very comfortable staying there hours or the whole day or who knows. So yeah, I think that's, eh, that's, that's about a fair assessment, I think. I agree. So second category, service. You want me to start? I'd like you to start. I started Atmosphere and Ambiance, kick us off with service. All right. Well, service was very good. I thought they did a really good job with the service. The beer tender she was very friendly, very nice, very helpful. Um, she knew a fair amount about the beers. Anything she didn't know, she admitted, which we always say we like. I think she mentioned that she was relatively new. So there were a few things that she wasn't sure about in terms of just flavor profiles. But she actually knew, again, a fair amount and certainly more than a lot of other people at breweries that we've had experiences with. So it wasn't to the degree of some places that we've been to with beer tenders who have maybe been around for a very long time or the actual brewers are there. Uh, Again, you might get that vibe at different times of the day, different times of the week. But just based on our experience, I think it was a really good professional experience in terms of the attention to us as customers and, and all of that. I think I should mention the food truck as well because I did go up to the food truck and they were super great too. Very friendly, very just personable, all of that good stuff. And the main thing that stood out to me about service was at the end when we had been, so they don't offer flights, which is unfortunate. I guess we'll talk about when we get to the beer category, but she said, yeah, I'll give you tastes of whatever, which is kind of weird to me because if you're willing, so willing, which is great. I'm glad that they were so willing to give us tastes of basically every beer that they had because that's what we do for free they do free little tiny tastings and they did let us try everything pretty much so if you're willing to do that i like i don't know just give us flights but they probably maybe don't want to start a precedent they get busy i know a lot of places they don't like to do flights because 
when it gets busy, it kind of is a slower process because it flights for those of you who don't know, it's basically a sampling of a bunch of different beers, smaller amounts. But yeah, they were super accommodating in terms of being like, yeah, you can have whatever you want in terms of flights, which was great. So that was very nice. And the one that we couldn't have because it was only available in can, she actually brought over to us. I guess maybe she opened a can for somebody else. And right before we left, gave us a sample of it. And I said, ooh, that's bonus points. Because she remembered that we <laughs> wanted... It was a strawberry sour that we wanted to no, try. No, it was... Or, uh, was it? Uh, it was no, a it was strawberry... strawberry Blondale. Okay. It strawberry was a, Blondale. A strawberry Blondale that we really wanted to try. And I'm actually glad we got to try it because it was delicious. Yeah, it was great. And so that is, I think, everything that stood out to me in terms of service. I would say overall, it was a very positive experience. I agree with you completely. Everything you said. The only thing I want to add is that she was alone at the bar for the whole time we were there and there was never really a wait or it didn't look like there was ever a line at the bar. She seemed to do a really good job of getting the beers out without there being a buildup of people, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really professional and good. Yeah, it was definitely a little different as well because Like I said, there were no flights, which I kind of do count as part of the service. It's just something that I really like, especially when a brewery is slower. Um, I I kind of always feel as if, oh, yeah, come on, give me some flights, right? Yeah, you know, if you've listened to previous episodes, I feel very strongly that you should have flights. Yeah. And the other weird thing was because I wanted to open a tab and I went to give her my card and she just rang me up and I thought that was a little strange. So I wasn't sure if she misheard me and I just paid. And then when I went back, I got another beer. But then I heard when I, I think, went to get my Mm. second drink, she said to somebody else who tried to open a tab that you can only open a tab if you're sitting at the bar, which I thought was, I've never heard that. I don't know what that was about. That's interesting. I wonder what the reasoning is behind that. I'm sure there's there's probably something. Maybe it's quicker to to check people in and out. I'm not sure. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it wasn't a big deal, but just something that I, I noticed. And there was a really big bar. There was plenty of seating at the bar. We just chose to sit at a high top table to play some Scrabble and eat our food. So what do you think in terms of service? Do you have any other thoughts or? I think you summed it up really well. Okay. I'm going to go overall because you went first last time, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go overall B plus for service. I thought it was uh, definitely above average. I thought, again, it was very comfortable experience. I thought that I felt especially comfortable there as somebody who had never been before. That's always really big for us when we're going to a place for the first time. And clearly there's maybe a lot of local people who go there. You want to feel as if obviously you can be included, right? Like you could become a local there. So I felt all of that. So I think, yeah, for me, solid B plus overall, it was definitely an above average experience and and a very positive one for all of those reasons. I would have gone with a B until the end when she came over and remembered from hours ago that there was one we wanted to try and didn't get to try. And she remembered hours later. And brought it over to us. Days later. Yes. We were there for days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree 100%. I, I thought that was a really nice uh, nice gesture. As cool. usual, I also do like to talk to the owners and interact with the owners. But, I, you know, that doesn't always happen. And yeah. we can't expect that to happen, especially in a brewery that's as big and as, hot, you know, popping and people coming in and out as this one. So it didn't really impact my experience. Our beer tender was great. And I really enjoyed the service. So I also go with the B plus. Awesome. So that leads us to beer. Yes. I guess you you got to get going on this one. What do you think? What are your initial thoughts? I'm just going to put it out there that the blonde ale that I had is called the water drinker was 
the best beer I have had in 2022 and potentially my favorite beer that we have had since I started the podcast. Wow. That's that's how much I liked it. Them's props right there. I loved the water drinker blonde ale that I had. It was 4% alcohol content, which you so rarely get. And it was delicious. Now, I got to also say that I was disappointed that we didn't get flights because I have an assumption that every single one of the beers I would have really liked. The beers were crisp. They were clean. The ones that we got to try, I thought were one better than the next. They had a really good selection. You know, we talk about a lot of places that we go and it's only high alcohol content IPAs where you can't really sit and enjoy. They had everything here. They had a sour, cider, lagers, pale ale, IP, they had everything, right? Yeah. They had a really good, yeah. they had a stout. I, but just have to say that I wasn't even impacted too much by the flight situation because I found a beer that I loved and I wanted to order and I cannot wait to get more of it. I think I even should have bought cans. Oh, wow. You never buy cans. I never buy <laughs> cans, but this might be my favorite beer we've had since we started the podcast. That's how much I liked it. Wow, that's interesting because I sort of felt like I liked all of their beers, but there wasn't one that I felt as if that's my beer specifically. I thought they were all really good, though. I thought that they all sort of stood out to me in their own way, which makes sense when you're doing an IP. Uh, they did a few IPAs, but again, they had lagers, they had Blondales, they had uh, Stout. They had a lot of other things going on. I don't know in terms of how that all works together where I land because of the lack of flight situation. I mean, we did get to try samples, but I even feel as if the samples weren't enough for me to really kind of get in depth with what was really going on with each of those beers. Because, they were too small. Well, it's just a taste. It's it's just to sort of know, okay, well, maybe I want this one or, or that one. It's, it's not the same as if you get even a four or five ounce flight, or sometimes they're even bigger, like six ounces. So I don't know how much that affects my overall grade for the beer because it's definitely good beer. They definitely know what they're doing. They're definitely making good beer there. But I I had the winter warmer, I think, or winter ale. I call it winter warmer because it just sounds good. I don't know if that was what it was actually called, but I had the winter ale, which I thought was pretty good winter ale. And then I had an IPA, which I thought was a pretty good IPA. But again, I would have loved to have kind of dug into some of those others maybe a little bit more. Yours was called the Winter Warmer. I knew it was it. called a hopped toddy, robust and strong, brewed with lemons, ginger, honey, and aged with bourbon barrel oak stabs. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Sounds good. Yeah. So what do 8. you think? Five percent. Yeah, that was a high ABV yeah. winter ale. I was not ready for that. <laughs> it was good, but it is hard for me because I do believe that places should have flights. And I felt like there was enough time today for them to have served flights and i think their beers are so good that it's almost a disservice to not have flights because yeah. everything i tasted i liked there wasn't one beer i didn't like even the stout i thought you didn't like the stout you never like stouts i don't really like stouts but this wasn't the worst stout i've had yeah right fair enough so what are you thinking oh you don't know do you? this is hard <laughs> it's really hard because i believe in flights but also i found my favorite beer that i've had since we started the podcast that's interesting. That's actually a really. Are you shocked factor. at that? Yeah, I'm very shocked at that. I'm shocked. I'm sitting here shocked. Did you like it? I feel the electricity. That's how amazing this statement is coming from you. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was good. The beer I liked. I wasn't. It's not. 
like the second wow coming level, like of, a, of a religious figure <laughs> as you're describing it the to be, beer gods gave me this beer apparently yeah. <laughs> today <laughs> i mean it's 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 kind of i think when that happens a, a second coming of a religious figure and some people are freaking out and i'm just standing there going yeah i guess it's kind of cool so <laughs> fair enough but it's not a bad thing i uh, am now a, a disciple of the long island farm brewery and i I'm in. Okay, well, let's see how that affects your overall letter grade then. Because I know, I know when when religious figures appear from the dead again, from the beyond again, I usually give C C plus uh, grade range depending upon the the regalia and the the everything else going see, on. C for Christ. Am I allowed to say that on the podcast? I'm you can sure. say whatever you want on the podcast. We might get canceled or fired, but whatever. I don't I don't really work here, so. Um. I, I loved it. I really enjoyed the beer. I think I would have liked a lot of them a lot. They were very cold and crisp and fresh. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of good things to say about the beer. Letter grade. Letter grade. Letter grade. Low alcohol content. <laughs> so you're still avoiding Loggers. They have Do you want loggers. Me to give my letter grade? No, I'm going to give mine. They have <laughs> loggers also that it was funny. She joked that they taste a little bit like if you like a Coors Light. Yeah. So I thought that's a good thing for a brewery to have. You're going to bring people in. Um, I'm going A minus. Interesting. Very strong. Actually, no. Can I change it? No, you can't. You said it. I mean, you could do whatever you want. I but my, my, my When I found my favorite beer, how do I not give an A? I'm wow. giving an A for beer. Wow. Play the fireworks. I'm so sorry. What wow. time are we at? Play oh God the fireworks. Play the fireworks. Fireworks. Because when how can I give less than an A if I said I found my favorite beer and I want to buy cans and I want to go back and I thought it was fresh and crisp. It reminded me of Hudson Valley, how fresh the sours wow. were. I wow. loved it. Interesting. A. Wow. An A from Jackie a. with a letter A. Okay. Fair enough. I'm gonna go overall for beer. I'm gonna go B. Oh, good. I thought it was good. I thought it was it was really good beer. That's that. I would say that if you're even maybe a, a novice beer drinker like me, or yeah, you don't know good. a lot about beer, that this is the best place to go on Long Island because they have so many options. Fair enough. Okay. You like you're not it. as you're not as excited as I am. Yeah, it was. Good. What are you talking about? It was. Good I'm beer. sitting here freaking out, I, and you're you're like. This is the point, though. This B is, for beer. <laughs> <laughs> B, for, B for very good beer. This is this is the whole point, though. We we don't have to have the same experience. I think you're underrating the I, beer. I think you're overrating it. How about that? No. <laughs> that was a good beer. I agree. And it was a good beer. Every single one was really it was, good. It was a good beer. What are we, Italian? It was a good beer. It was a beautiful, a, a molto bene. You're cracking. That's cracking. what I think. I'm cracking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, which leads us to food. Yep. Do I start the mm-hmm. food? Well, I basically, I, I was more involved in the food process, I guess, because like I said earlier, they had the menus, which was nice in the brewery. You basically go out, right outside to the food truck. I think they rotate among several food trucks because we saw pictures of pizza online, which we were kind of excited for because it looked like how we make pizza and we're kind of pizza snobs and we think we make the best pizza because we do. So what do you, <laughs> what else can you do about that? We but <laughs> well, they, it looked like the pizza that I like. That's why I make it the way that I make it. And so I was kind of excited that maybe the pizza truck would be there, but the, the taco truck was there basically. And we were equally excited for that because I love crushing tacos at a brewery. And that's something that's really cool. I was saying about breweries that don't have kitchens that can't serve food of their own making. And you see this a lot around the country for various reasons where 
the food truck culture is quite distinct and it's very strong and it's very much a part of the culture of the vibe that you expect when you go to a brewery to be able to experience all these different types of food trucks. Some are very different uh, from very different types of cuisine, which is really cool. So I was kind of hyped for the taco truck and yeah, they were very nice. I ordered three tacos and some chips and guac and she said, yeah, it'll take three minutes ready to go. We got it. It had this nice little takeout container with kind of grooves for each taco. Really appealing. I will post pictures on Instagram, maybe, but Patreon. Mm. We will have all pictures. I took a lot of pictures of the food. Yeah. And what I liked as well was the fact that when you bit into the taco, it was, I think I described it, it was the most unexpected taco experience I think I've ever had because it looks on top just like a taco with some, I, I forget, they're just chicken tacos or whatever. But when you bite in, there's all these grilled vegetables on the bottom, which again, I was not expecting and I was very pleasantly surprised and we absolutely crushed them, right? Yeah, it was delicious. And I also liked the guacamole tasted homemade mm. and very, very fresh. Yeah, really My good. only gripe with the guacamole is that I wish we had more. <laughs> yeah, the it was chi- a very small the, serving. The, chi- the chip to guacamole ratio was yeah. off. I think there was just a, a ban on avocado imports or something from Mexico. Oh. I mean, there's always avocado shortages, I feel like. But I, I just saw a bunch yes. in the grocery store. So I clearly know what I'm talking about as a consumer. And I demand more guacamole. So. Listen, I'm ready to turn into an avocado. <laughs> I love avocado so much. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's much more to say about food. I thought it was re- a really great taco. It was a, a really excellent taco experience, really good guacamole experience. So I think I know my food grade. Me too. The only thing I want to say beforehand is that the taco truck that was there is called Right Coast Taco Truck. So if you see them anywhere, I'll probably tag them as oh, well. Oh, you should. Yeah, I, I would definitely give them. It was a great experience. Yeah, I would definitely give them a shout out because they make really good tacos. Because the other thing was when I opened the taco container, I was kind of initially a little disappointed because it didn't look like there was any hot sauce or anything. But when you bite into them, it was actually seasoned chicken and like seasoned vegetables. So, so fresh. It so had good. flavor. You didn't need to add hot sauce or anything like that. I think I would have liked if they had a chips and salsa option or something like that i don't think that was an option they didn't with chips and guac it was or no it was chips and queso or chips and guac so i i'm a huge chips and salsa guy i love fresh salsa so i would have liked that maybe but i think i know my food great overall i do as well uh do you go sure no i go you go uh i'm gonna go a minus oh my god me too oh god sorry everybody uh we have to agree on everything actually we didn't agree on we did not agree on the beer um and i'm still mad at you about that it's not my fault the beer was good. You just are acting like it's, again, beer Jesus. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I see an A greedy for beer for me in their future. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, the food was definitely very good as well. And yeah, I, I, I think I would want to go back as well just to see these other food trucks. Because if there anything as good as this taco truck, like we said with our expectation looking at the pizza, I think you're in good shape food-wise at this brewery. And again, it's really impressive, a place that doesn't have in-house food. When they bring in, they're able to find food that's really good. And we've seen this at places. I mean, Hudson Valley might have been our best food brewery experience. It was definitely up there. And they had a pizza truck. It wasn't an in-house operation. I actually think that it's sometimes a better option because you can showcase 
the best of the best food trucks, not have to worry about as a brewery owner getting permits for a kitchen or yeah. anything like that, not having to worry about the food part of it. You can just focus on the beer and you're also collaborating with other local businesses. And some of the best food I've ever had is from food trucks at breweries. Yeah. Really? Well, well I think the advantage of having food in-house, making food yourself, is when you specifically choose to make food that pairs with the beer. I, I mean, there's places that I want to go to eventually that do that. That I, Like Brewery Bavana is one that comes to mind that I've actually been to in Raleigh, North Carolina, where they have a dim sum restaurant there. And it's you're not going to just serve dim sum, I feel like. You, you got to make sure that it's going to pair with certain beers. And that was what I felt like in my experience, that there was some really good pairings. Um, so that that's, some, again, there's lots of different directions you can go in with food. The key is that it's just good food at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, we we talk about that, how, yeah, I can crush tacos pretty much in any setting. So if you're going to have tacos at your brewery, you, you want to make sure they're good. And these were really good. Yeah. And I, I found these that they did pair well with the beers. Yeah. I, I had so. no problem with that. It was a great base for great. for drinking. The only reason I went A minus and not A is because I wanted more guac. <laughs> yeah, I would have selfishly. Liked... And that's a very selfish request. Yeah, I would have liked more guac. Uh the chips were pretty good. I, I mean again, I have outrageous expectations, but I th- I thought it was really great overall. That's why those A's are the very you know, meaningful. Anyways, uh are we oh wow, we've done every category. Look at this. We have. So you want to tally them up? What do we got? Sure. For atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave A minus. I gave A minus. For service, we both gave B plus. For beer, this is the only discrepancy. Joe gave a B. I gave an A. Fireworks. For food, we both gave an A minus. Mm, interesting. So I had A minus, B plus, B, A minus. And I had A minus, B plus, A minus, A. I think I know my overall letter grade. I think I know mine as well. Three, two, one. I'm ready. All right. Three, Three two, two, one, one A minus. Oh, look at that. Look at that, folks. Why are you shaking your head for that? Those are great grades. Those are great overall grades. I think that I want to stand for the overall podcast grade of an A minus for this brewery. Why do you say that? I found the best <laughs> beer that I could have. That taco truck was in the A level, the atmosphere and ambiance was in the A level. We stayed there for so long. I definitely would want to go back in the summer. It's probably amazing. You're on a farm. I think this is in an A range. I think that the owners of this brewery looked around, in my opinion, at things that worked at different places and Mm. didn't work and were very thoughtful in all of the things that they have done to turn this potato barn into a brewery (laughs) that has awesome bathroom space where the bathrooms were in a nice safe nook where you're not walking by a bar or sharing bathrooms with anybody. I I just thought the touches were, it was so clean and beautiful. The big uh, beer board, I think it's an A-level, not a B-level experience that we had today. So I'm going to, because we have to give an overall podcast grade, I'm I'm willing to round up to A- yes. because of the bathrooms. I thought they were spectacular. I'm glad I brought that back in. You should, because again, <laughs> I, we've been to so many places where the bathroom situation is pretty abhorrent or abysmal or right. some other bad adjective. Where we went back to our apartment, your apartment, to use a bathroom instead. 
Well, I mean, these things do happen. They but, do happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's that's a very fair final letter grade, A minus overall for Long Island Farm Brewery via A Grade Podcast. You heard it here. What do you think? I'm really happy. I uh-huh. loved my experience today. I want to give a big shout out to Long Island Farm Brewery and Right Coast Taco Truck because I just had a really great time and I'm glad we decided to go there today over any other place. Yeah, I think they're definitely doing a lot of stuff really well. Uh, did, did you figure out how long they've been around for? I still don't know exactly. Yeah. Uh, again, that was one of the things that I would have liked to have learned a little bit more about. But yeah, in general, it's a really cool, really comfortable place. There's some really good beers. There's some really good food. There's some really chill vibes. I think it's really cool as well because you don't always get the convergence of all of those elements. So yeah, check it out. Manorville, it's right off the highway. So even if you live in New York City or farther away, it's a pretty easy commute to get there. It just might take a little bit of time. And I think it's worth checking out for all those reasons. Again, I think I'm very comfortable giving it the A minus two because I would imagine that this place is just bouncing in the summer. It's just a really fun time. And it was a really fun time in the winter, which is so hard to do in general anyway. So yeah, good stuff. And I think it's going to get even better because I am looking for how long they've been open. I'm sure I can find it if I searched a little bit more on the web page, but they are planning in the future to open up a hop field oh, cool. right there on the farm. Yeah, it's good stuff. They, they, they 80, definitely know know what they're doing. Yeah, the, yeah, it's a fifth generation farmers. It's their logo is barn and raised, and see barn and raised. Why wasn't that anywhere? This We're, should be. Why this is should, why is so, there something a plaque with that? I would have. This is what I'm talking this about. This should be part of it because there's some really good stuff here on this brew on this brewery's website, and I would definitely love to see more yeah. of those personal yeah. touches, even on the back of the menu or something. Yeah, you know, put it somewhere, put it somewhere, and it, that would add to the experience. Yeah. Well, anyways, check it out. Like, share, subscribe. Highly recommend. Stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. So I guess that's everything. I think so. Is this our last episode before Philly? I think so. It is. Yeah. That's what I was rambling about at the beginning of the episode. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, Hopefully we'll see you in Philly. Yes. Join us next week as we head to Philly. We probably got about eight episodes planned. We're going to get a lot of episodes. We're going to have a lot of beer and a lot of coffee. Come along with us. Yeah, definitely. As I said at the beginning as well, consider signing up on patreon.com slash a great podcast because I would imagine that we're going to have a lot of behind the scenes content in Philly both at these locations, whether they're breweries, coffee roasters, or of course, throughout the city. So there should be a link in the description for Patreon as well. But yeah, if you sign up there, you can get all of that access to all of that good stuff. So definitely. And episode number 30 will be a very special episode that I think a lot of people will like. And I can't wait to actually officially announce that. Stay tuned for more. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here. You heard it here. A minus for Long Island Farm Brewery. Yep. So until next time, thanks for listening. Hope to see you next time. Stay safe out there. Drink well, be well, and see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.